0: What's All right. up, Craig? Craig. We're live. Um so this week we got our boy,
1: the one and only David, David on the show. Yo. Um
2: <laughs> I did not expect <laughs> Craig to talk like that. It's so funny funny everybody... we, give,
3: we give everybody ample warning every week, and it's always a thing still. <laughs>
2: You said you said I would know if you were recording. I didn't expect it to be that well known.
3: <laughs> like one of these times we have to use like a separate recording software to specifically record Craig so everybody knows what the hell we're talking about. Oh my
2: goodness. <laughs>
1: um yeah, so I told you, you would know. Yes. Uh now I know. yeah. So Dave, I mean, you don't listen to us because you don't want to be
2: a podcast guy. But Yeah, I don't really listen to podcasts many times. I, I hear know, I advertisements on the, on the
4: radio.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. I hear advertisements on the radio for different podcasts that interest me, and then I always forget about them when I get home. And now you are a podcaster. Damn, that's crazy. Crazy, man. <laughs>
1: crazy <laughs> world um, we live in. So, I mean, the main reason I got this all together was, like, Jesse Ketchum with Peeps. I saw you in Philly. I did not see Auntie in Philly, but you know, so I was like, "Yo, let's bring Dave on," because I mean, have you guys met up at gatherings, you and nope. auntie Nah, and then, nah, I haven't seen Dave in like two years. Yeah, exactly, it's been so, quite some time. <laughs> so now you guys can catch up as well. Cool, cool. So with that being said, Dave, you want to tell us about yourself and your week?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I can talk about my week. Um. AJ, you, you know about this, but um, so I started a new job back in April, um, and it's just been like the past two months, has just been like hell week after hell week. Uh, like the last week, I think I worked like 60 hours. God damn, I like, feel eight, this. Eight deadlines, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so like my week has mostly been just working. <laughs> um, yeah, that's been like the past few weeks. Except for like, there's been one day where I got out at normal time and I didn't know what to do my, with myself. It's, it's so weird. I'm too used to working late; it's a bad thing. Yep, it's uh, pretty bad.
3: Hitting that Japan sour man life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Work, arcade, cigarettes, home, sleep,
2: repeat. Living the good life. Not really. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> work. Get. Get off work. Turn on the computer, play King of Fighters, go to bed. <laughs> uh, King of
1: Fighters, mainly?
2: Well, uh, O2UM is the one with rollback, so I really like that game. Um, I could play some on Fightcade, but it's just like, O2UM is where a lot of people are playing right now, so I've been really enjoying that. I don't blame
1: you for that. Like, I think the addition of rollback has really streamlined things, so it's a lot easier to just boot something up and have some to play with. People to play with and all that.
2: Yeah, and like, a bunch of the Phoenixville guys have been playing O2UM too. So like, we usually just hop in voice chat and like stream our games with each other. Because there's mm-hmm. no lobby system. So we'll just like stream it to each other and switch off every mm-hmm. now and then. So it's a pretty good time. And then um, yesterday, there was the big uh, Lunar Phase monthly. And they were running Sam show. So I had two... Run up there and play Samurai Showdown. And that was great. Um, meeting up with all of the New York guys again, you know, like Rome, Aru, um Vato from DMV came up too, so some of the DMV guys were up there. Just a lot of people I haven't seen in like over a year and a half, you know.
3: Yeah. Is this uh Sam Show seven? Yeah. Are you still playing Hanzo
1: or who do you play now?
2: Oh yeah, I'm always playing Hanzo. Okay. I'll never put him.
1: <laughs> you he don't want to spot for Vikings?
2: was that about biking
1: you own a swap for biking though
2: uh not really <laughs> i mean like i played hanzo and five special all the time like i just play hanzo he's just okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> hanzo <laughs> is yeah. guy with doggo right no he's the other ninja the dude that just looks like a uh... generic ninja yeah what's his name yeah. from
3: virtual fighter
0: kage yeah
2: yeah he throws out fireballs. He's really annoying. Does mix ups. Command grabs you.
0: He has
3: slinkies.
2: Yes. <laughs> I think what what is he called? It's called like Dragon Blast is the English translation of the name. Dragon Blast.
0: Slinkies. Slinkies. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> so um so yeah, yesterday uh I played Samurai Showdown. I got second. So Ooh. I feel pretty good about myself. Goddamn. You're so good, Dave. I know I haven't played in over a year and a half. And I got- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's actually a tough game to play too, because there's no, no. good netplay. No. Yeah, no, there's no good net play. Some of the guys were playing on Parsec like throughout last year, but like I tried Parsec, some of my inputs were jumping, and I was like, you know what? That's okay. You guys can play it. <laughs> Dude, I
3: I did not have a good experience with Parsec. A little bit that I've attempted to use
1: it.
2: Yeah, not a I, fan. I'm not a fan either. <laughs> I'm
1: actually interested in hearing you guys talk about this, because from the podcast I listen to, Parsec is supposed to be, like, amazing. It's a godsend you have when you don't have Robeck. So,
3: I mean, as far as my experience with it, basically is Parsec is a godsend for whoever's hosting it, and then whoever you're trying to play with just kind of has to <laughs> grin and bear it.
4: Host yeah.
3: advantage? Like, 100%. <laughs> And it like honestly just like I uh, it was CF parsec that I was playing specifically mm-hmm. and like I shit you not I, I'd rather just Play <laughs> the normal netcode than parsec especially with our local people.
2: That's mm-hmm, why I feel too. Yeah, <laughs> like delay based,
3: right the late base netcode is not awful for like Right down the road to Philly
1: like yeah It,
0: it was like
3: literally worse to play parsec
1: as long as you're usually, like, I want to say a few states, depending on the infrastructure and all that delay, sometimes it isn't that bad. Yeah, it's always nice if the person you're trying
3: to play with has good internet as well, of course. Like, yeah, you know, like I have Fios, uh, whoever if I'm playing with, if they also have Fios and live a whole whopping hour away, like, you know, locally, like, I'd rather just play on the normal delay-based netcode than trying to do something like Parsec.
2: Yeah, and it's, I'm sure it's great for, like, um, like, maybe Marvel 3, that delay based netcode code is kind of really bad, and then, like, if the game doesn't have online, Parsec is, like, there if you need it. Like, uh, I used it one time to play some weird, like, uh, four-player Mega Man Smash weird mod thing with a couple <laughs> <of> friends. Um, <laughs> it was so weird. But we couldn't play four players. We had to have someone log out, because once you hit four players, it started lagging really bad. But um, my experience with it is, like, one of the things I've realized was, yes, there's no delay on it. When you press a button, like, it happens. But the issue is, because there's no real rollback solution on there, Mm -hmm. if there's a hitch in the connection, my inputs were dropping. So, like, um, playing Hanzo, for instance, like, that's where my experience with uh, Parsec was. Playing Hanzo... Doing fireball into the dash right away is something that, like, I have down pat. I'll do it every single time. One parsec, 50-50. And I was like, that's fine. I can't do that. <laughs> yep. Because, like, say, say like, you have to double tap forward, right, for a dash? Yeah. And if it, if there's, like, a, a hitch in the connection in between the two forward inputs, so it just reads the single forward input, you just get walk.
3: Yeah, and it that, just, uh, it comes down to just any kind of minor like communication error or whatever. It's just, and again, it's only affecting the non-host at that point as well. Cause the host, for all intents and purposes, is just playing a local copy of their game. So however it would feel and function on their own, that's just how it is. But the other person just has to deal with all the little hiccups,
4: basically.
2: Yeah, and thankfully for the Sam Show guys, well, thankfully, quote-unquote, they all moved on to AWS servers. So, like, there was one in Iowa that people used to try and do, like, uh, coast-to-coast connections. There was another one in California, and there was one in Virginia. Um, so we were using AWS for that. So that kind of got rid of the host advantage, sort mm-hmm. of. And, like, We basically were always going to have a pretty good connection because it's Amazon. Um, But it's just, I still wasn't a fan. And also that means, you know, people are paying out of pocket for these servers. And like, I felt kind of bad about that too. You know, like asking people to pay extra money just to have better online than what already exists is kind of like crap. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, for
3: sure. I I mean, if anything. Have it work. Yeah, if anything, with everything that's been going on these past, you know, almost two years at this point, just putting, like, netcode really at the forefront of, like, everybody's thoughts with games has kind of forced developers to
1: actually care. Yeah. sucks it's that it took sh- this long, but... It's a shame it took this long, because it's kind of weird, because all the other genres, like... That would not be acceptable for most games to be produced with like bad netcode. Imagine having like Call of Duty with like awful netcode, and like people would like pitch a fit. So it's kind of weird that like having a fight- fighting game where like reactions and input are so like they need to be so precise, yet we have like just awful netplay. It's kind of wild that that this.
3: Yeah, just more that situation of the genre being so niche, like because it doesn't reach a wide audience there's no wide like you know people of people like lashing out or like giving constructive feedback basically you just have everybody playing offline because that's what they're used to and then you don't have new people
0: really coming in a lot of the time and even if they do they'll just come in and be like oh wow like this is shit and then they'll just be done So I mean, other than your time in New York, Dave, what's up? What else you been up to, man?
2: Um, well, I just did you enter where... anything
1: else while you were down there?
2: No, I just played Samurai Showdown. Mm-hmm. Um, you went down to some, um, I think it was called like the Industry Market. I've never been there before. Um, oh, uh, you guys know Nick Cool? He was there too. Yeah, so, yeah, that was cool. to See him. Um, But, yeah, we went down to Industry City to one of the, like, some Japanese market, um, got food there, and that was really good. Overall, it was a really fun experience. I don't know what else to say about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good, bro.
1: Japanese food, though. Oh, I miss that, man. Yeah. What'd you get? I
2: I just got uh, pork katsu curry. Okay, The classic. Yeah, it was good.
3: There's uh a new ramen place opening up near my work, but it's been like indefinitely delayed with COVID happening. Uh, uh, I know. And I'm like, God damn it, it's <laughs> open. <laughs> it's right next to a boba shop too. So one of my uh one of my staple lunches recently has been halal, which is like in the same shopping center. Huh? So I've been getting like halal food with boba teas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's been awesome oh man I, I miss like the culture of food like all. It, so like and where I live like they have like Korean food and all that but it's usually not good cause it's usually like only one place that offers Korean food so it's like people can't complain about how bad it is because there's nothing else available so like Having stuff like even the stuff around Auntie's way, like in Levittown, and it's just like yo, so much better than fucking Gainesville. Yeah, dude. And where I'm where I'm working is like a super diverse area.
4: Yeah, like,
3: dude. The Indian food, like the like the Middle Eastern food, all around my area is so good. It, it's just all like actual authentic food. Damn, that's nice. Yeah, it's so nice. Dave yes, uh, Oh, go ahead, Auntie. I was just going to say, it's like my, one of the problems I used to have is I literally used to work where I lived. Like, mm. no joke, you know, like a, a two-minute commute.
4: Yeah. And walk to work.
3: Yes. And for, you know, when I took my new job two years ago, a um, little bit more of a commute, nothing crazy. It's about 20 minutes now. Uh, but even just that difference really helped the whole food situation. Because I wasn't eating where I lived anymore. So, like, I, I I, was really bored of the food in my area. Because if I wanted to go out for lunch while at work, it's the same as if I was going out just on any other day. So, like, <laughs> I, I, I had eaten everything in my area. I was, like, so bored of it. So, now I get to have, like, you know, all these new foods. Like, not new to me, but just new restaurants and stuff. Where... I don't get as bored now because there's stuff in my area that I eat, you know, when I'm at home and I've got a ton of stuff around work. So it's been it's been nice to not be as bored every single day when you're trying to figure out what you want to eat for lunch.
2: Yeah, then you aren't eating the same thing either for lunch and dinner. Yes. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I just make my lunch on Monday for the week and eat the same day
1: every week like a psychopath
2: dude i i've been eating pb and j for lunch <laughs> nice
3: yo dude sometimes a good pb and j is where it's at though
2: like this kind of ties into me working late i end up just like spending 10 minutes to make my pb and j and sitting back down on my laptop to keep working <laughs> bad.
1: are you working from home yeah that's at least a nice oh night. okay
2: yeah i've been working from home since covid started it's one of the silver linings of COVID is the fact that like a lot of these companies develop like software development have been slowly moving towards working from home, but they've been like snail's pace. But since COVID hit and everyone had to work from home because like obviously COVID blah blah blah. blah. um, But uh, because of that, everyone just kind of like had to figure it out in a month yeah so
3: did i like the i'm in the banking industry which obviously like we can't really do from home uh not like running locations or anything like that and we still had like a solid stint of like almost a month or two where i had to where i was working from home as a bank manager damn and it's like man it's like crazy
2: yeah i remember the very like first week, well I shouldn't say first week because the company I worked for did not like the idea of people working from home at all so like we were one of the last few to actually like let our employees work from home but I said I'm scared I'm working from home, fuck you guys <laughs> Um, but the first week that everyone was working from home our VPN would go down like every two hours because we didn't have the infrastructure set up to handle so many people on it but um yeah, and then like 2 weeks later they kind of figured it out and everything was golden from there. But that was at my old job. I don't know how how this new job kind of handled things. But um it's interesting watching them try to go back to the office cuz I think most of us don't want to go back to the office. <laughs> we oh, yeah. were working from home.
1: I don't blame you. Offices seem like Especially now that COVID, like, brought upon the whole working from home thing. It just seems like a waste of money. It's like, you could be more productive working from home. Because you don't have to worry about commutes, being on, like... I mean, you still have to do other things. But, like, companies now don't have to pay for buildings, electricity, all that other stuff. Like, just fucking let people work from home.
2: Yeah, Yeah. especially since, for my job... um... Funnily enough, so I'm actually, I'm still living in Reading, but mm-hmm. this new job is out in Mechanicsburg, and they asked me to move out there. So I'm kind of waiting to see how they're going to handle that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Right now, I'm not moving out there. I don't want to move out there. And um, one of the other people I work with lives in Iowa. So like, he got hired in Iowa and he's like, I don't want to move out there either. <laughs> so I hope we never go back to the office. <laughs>
1: Mechanicsburg,
2: yes, by Harrisburg.
3: That would suck if, like, if you got hired for a position like that out of state, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, gotta move.
0: Yeah, gotta
3: move back to the state or get another job. Like, it almost yeah. seems like that shouldn't be. Yeah, shouldn't even be an option.
0: <laughs> and
2: I don't. I I'm like, I'm actually looking to move to uh, Paoli next month. So, um, I'm hoping I can just, like, settle in there and not have to worry about going to the office ever again. Yeah. And McCannisburg looks mad, like... It... Yeah. I don't want to live out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I think if they did, like, a... If it was just, like, one day a week I had to come into the office, I wouldn't care too much. But if Mm -hmm. it was, like, the whole week and I'd have to move out there, I think I would quit. Yeah. Fuck that. Even though I don't want to, because I like the job a lot. But... I don't want to live out there. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I got uh, another
2: offer at a different company that was like full remote even before the pandemic. So I'm like, I might just call them up.
1: Hey man, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. I was going to say, give them the ultimatum be like, yo, look, <laughs> I got this offer on the table. So
3: either you guys match what they're, you know, what they're saying they're willing to do in terms of remote or I just take it. I've, yeah. I've done that multiple times. Like generally, banks are really competitive with like hiring outside of their individual like company instead of promoting within generally because of essentially just stealing from the competition and learning you know what all the other competitors are doing to pick up people that have insights so throughout all of my career i would basically just bring my existing offers up to
0: you know my my bosses and my management and just get it matched all the time so, hey, that's what you got to do, man.
4: Yeah,
2: but hopefully it doesn't come down to that. I- I'm thinking <laughs> we're just going to be full remote. I-, I think it's just one of those things where they just kind of realize we're all productive and happy like this. So even though there's like little murmurs about going back to the office, it keeps getting pushed back more and more. So I think it's just, it's just not going to happen.
0: Yeah,
3: I think the biggest fear for most companies was just how is the productivity going to be in this type of situation, and I'm hoping that for most of them, you know, having having this year and a half of doing the remote work is essentially enough to show that, hey, the productivity is fine, so in their, in their minds, hopefully, they're just like, oh, we can now save money by doing this.
1: Yeah. I feel that's probably one of the only reasons, like, they're so enforcing like wanting to come back to the office is because they just want to monitor productivity.
2: Yeah. And plus for me, it doesn't make sense for me to be in the office. I don't think either because even though my office is in Mechanicsburg, I'm, I'm a contractor and I'm contracted out in Virginia. So like me working in an office in Mechanicsburg to do work for Virginia, I don't I don't understand the logic. Right,
0: you're right. just remote anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel you. Feel you, man. But yeah, I think that's that's my life at the moment. All right. Uh, you week too? You got all the quits there?
1: What's that? Are you calling it quits on your week as well, right there as well? Yeah, I I,
2: I've just been, like, so busy with work. Like, a lot of my other hobbies I keep looking at and wanting to do again. Like, I have a whole basket of yarn and, like, half projects of (laughs) my knitting hanging out there. And I'm like, I really want to knit, but I'm so tired. (laughs) I didn't even
1: know you knit.
2: Uh, I picked it up right before the pandemic. So. I, I was
3: gonna say, I feel like, surprisingly, I did know about this, but I don't know <laughs> when I learned about it. Probably just random offshoot comments in the servers.
2: Yeah, probably. I have a few hats and a few scarves hung up places. I started working on a sock, and I'm afraid to look at it again, because it's kind of a mess. <laughs> 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 like, I... It looks good so far, but if I'm going to pick it up again and try to finish it, I don't think I'll remember where I was at. Doing socks are crazy. It's like four needles with really tiny threads all over the place. So I think that's a one I'll have to throw out and start a new one.
3: <laughs> at the very least, you've got hat and scarf season coming up.
2: That's true. And
3: wear your own creations.
1: Looking forward to it. I don't know what that is.
0: (laughs) That's true. You are you are now in alligator country. (laughs) But yeah. That's cool, dude. Thanks, thanks. Actually, Uh, hey, hey, here's a question. Talk to me.
2: Since we talked of since Auntie mentioned Gator Country. Yeah. How common are gator bites down there?
1: Uh very common. Um Really? Yes. Well, yes and no. It depends. Uh, Sometimes I have a hard time finding it for people. Like, when we go to certain vacation spots. But, um... In town, it's pretty common. Okay. So, I mean, are you interested in some? You want some, I mean,
2: you've you've linked some before that I can order online. And I, like, eye it up, and I think about it, and then I, like, forget about it. So, So I wondering how, how like, if you just walk into any store, if you'd be able to find it easily.
1: Mm, So, the one I linked you, I can usually only find in one store. Every place else has the ones that, (laughs) in order to make your Gator Bites, you gotta buy the filet and then roll it up to make the ball and everything like that. I've never done that. That's too much work. So, like, I get the ones that are already seasoned and all that. So I just, like, fry them up but there are restaurants who have it as well. Uh are you I invited you to the wedding, right? Yeah, you're coming.
2: Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. let me I'm going to do that right now. I don't think I actually RSVP. <laughs> so I'm going to do that right now. I, I thought you did. <laughs> what um, I'm going to double check cuz I might not have. So I'm just going to do it right now. Okay.
3: That's that's something I wanted to plan with you actually Dave was finding out like what time frames you're going to be down there. Because I wanted to sync it up with people so that way we kind of all had some time down there. We could do stuff.
2: Yeah. Hell yeah. So, um, The big thing was my this new company. I love this new company. They give me so many days off. Yeah. I have off that whole week after Christmas. So, like, from the 24th all the way till the 1st of January, whatever. Like, I'm good. And, and I
1: think... I was going to have that same amount of time as well and try to see if I can get up to the 4th of January.
3: Yeah, I think I think I booked out the 28th through the 4th, if I'm not mistaken. What day is your actual wedding, AJ? Uh, the 29th. Maybe I did the 27th then. I don't know if I cut it that close. But I I know I'm off until the 4th. Like My 4th is my first day back to work. Yeah. So I, I would be leaving on the 3rd
0: to go back home. So, I mean... Or maybe even the second, if everybody's not. Yeah, because I mean, we can even go down to Orlando and do stuff
2: and all that. They got a lot of stuff there. Yeah,
1: no, Hell I'm yeah. excited to see everybody again. Yeah, man.
2: Then yeah, I can. I'll I'll fly in on, on the uh, 27th. Then I'll just stay that whole week. I can probably just ask for off on the third, so I can just you know chill out and leave on Monday at some point.
1: But yeah, if that's the case, I will. Take you to a taco place downtown that has uh Gator Bite. They have Gator Bite tacos, which are pretty good.
2: So it's really good, man.
0: Yeah, I'm Burn. down. I'm down.
2: <laughs> I'm down for that. Yeah,
3: but we can we can finalize that. Oh, and that's another question for you, AJ. Um, for your Airbnb room, are you opening it up to people? For us mm. when we come down, or are you using
1: it for rentals still that week? Uh, Actually, it's going to be family. My house is going to be pretty crowded. I'll give you a guys a house.
3: Yeah, yeah, because I, I forgot. You're going to have to have all your family flying in, too.
1: Yeah, so my mom yeah. and dad will be in that room, and then the rest of the house is going to be my no. family. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. I just yeah.
3: I, can, I forget
1: like that you're not native, even though I know that you're not. But um, it's like all your other peeps got to come in, too. Yeah. So I mean, if you guys ever want to come down separately and do an AJ Fest,
0: you can definitely do that, man. Nice. But yeah. Uh yeah, so we can talk web and stuff afterwards.
1: Yeah, hell yeah. Just basically okay. just need to finalize times and probably
3: sync hotels and stuff. Yeah. So I mean we can, we can do the con picture. <laughs> 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 i randomly saw that i got did tagged you in that. see that because got... <laughs> i never used facebook so the only I reason know. i even saw it was because it was in my email
2: <laughs> oh my god
1: so dave did you see i don't don't think you've seen this picture but let me see if i can find it or if auntie has a... it
4: oh uh, probably... yeah yeah
1: i think I, I think i can actually find it really easily yeah i've got it i've got it but have you ever seen
2: Bleach? Uh, like, the first five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: For the audio listeners, it's, like, that one panel of the bleach anime where it's, like, all the people from Soul Society just chilling, and she goes bedroom.
4: Yeah,
3: In the and the caption like... says, saving money at a condi-like. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so legitimately like accurate that is crazy. Because like you (laughs) know like Rukio always already sleeps in the closet. So it just reminds me of all of our friends like when we cram into the con or the tournament rooms and shoddy's freaking sleeping in the tub.
0: Like (laughs) (laughs) just the classic. So good. Yeah. Uh for my week So far,
3: I think, like, the most exciting thing that I had with my week is we had uh, one of my employees' uh, birthday this month, and, like, they they were off for their birthday, so we are kind of, like, celebrating it at, like, uh, a recent, like, meeting, basically, and I specifically had, like, I custom-ordered pumpkin spice cupcakes from a local bakery. Oh, that sounds so nice. Dude, oh my god, they are Delicious, like so. It was just pumpkin, pumpkin cupcake base, like normal. And they were saying, like, they usually use uh, like a cream cheese icing for those, but they were like, yeah. we can do a buttercream icing and swirl cinnamon into it uh-huh. to get like the pumpkin spice flavor. Oh, that sounds so good. Dude, it was delicious. And, like, I'm not a cupcake person. Like, I don't really like cupcakes or cakes. Like, I more prefer, like, pies and muffins. But these were incredible. And, like, that's that's what I've been telling everybody. It's like, man, like, I don't even really like cupcakes. So, you know, I'm it, like, if I'm gushing about them, you know that they're good. <laughs>
4: like,
2: yeah. You said it's so. just a local bakery? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that sounds legit.
3: so good they were delicious um and then yeah like i said otherwise uh nothing crazy really happening at work we've got a lot of events that are coming up um so my my time's been really really busy uh just a lot of a lot of meetings a lot of talking with you know businesses and stuff like that so it's just gonna be a busy week um otherwise when i am not at work i've just been playing like mad final fantasy 14.
2: yeah i was just gonna ask what you've been playing i assumed it was gonna be final fantasy 14 because i know you were on that wow bench for a bit but everyone seems to be on final fantasy now
3: yeah so um i've mentioned it previously i won't dive too deep into it but um i've actually played 14 for a really long time um i basically play 14 whenever wow is bad so like (laughs) wow right now (laughs) yes yes so wow has always been incredibly volatile in its quality um it kind of reminds me of like windows releases actually where you're basically like every other like version of windows is essentially a beta that you're paying for and it's super shitty and then they fix it for the next one yeah yeah that's how every wow expansion is like basically every other wow expansion is good uh, so there's a lot of downtime where it's really bad and especially currently <laughs> wow has just been bad for probably about four expansions straight. Jesus Christ. Yes, it's not in a good spot. So, but like what I was playing instead of what is it called retail wow, like current wow, current expansions, I was playing classic. So, I was like I'm going to go play this game when it was good, right? So that's what like, yeah. that's what we were doing as we were playing classic wow. Um, and I was, I was, I, you know, I had a great time with it. Uh, I loved WoW when it first came out. I loved the Burning Crusade, which was the first expansion. Um, which is kind of why right now with everything that's going on, just with all of Blizzard's issues, a lot of the decision making that the company has been making in recent times with uh, just with their, everything. <laughs> yeah. Basically with everything. Um, it does. It, it it sucks. It it's really saddening to see because right now they're doing Burning Crusade Classic. And mm-hmm. Burning Crusade was basically my favorite time frame of WoW ever. Like it was just I loved playing Burning Crusade when it came out. And I really wanted to enjoy playing Burning Crusade Classic as much as I played WoW Classic and enjoyed it, because I actually did like playing it quite a bit. Um But it's just it's not it's not the same, and it's not the same in a way that is significantly worse than how WoW Classic was, like when they you know, re-released Vanilla, basically. So it kind of made me realize that this is basically, I think, the time to kind of put this game down for good for me, when I can't even actively enjoy a re-release of my favorite time frame of the game ever because of how the company is handling it, basically. That's true. So, yeah. So during <laughs> all of that, like during all of those time frames, um, like I said, I've been playing 14 off and on. Legitimately, since it's come out, um, I have like on my on my account that I play on, uh, it still shows my beta key for 14. Like, I, you know, I, I've had it for like ever. And just played it on and off, um, but I have not played any of Shadowbringers yet. Um, the last time that I played the game was probably mid-Stormblood time frame, if I'm not mistaken. So, I've heard nothing but good things about Shadowbringers. Everybody just is super in love with this expansion and I'm really excited to get into it. I basically just started getting into Shadowbringers content um, like um earlier today. I finished up doing Stormblood. I, like, I started a brand new character because the game has changed so much and just went through everything again because it had been so long. So I just got
1: up to Shadowbringers expansion now and I'm like super super excited. Sick. So oh, you posted that you Monogatari, your chick's hair. Yes. I did. So my so one of the big things
3: since I started a brand new character, uh, when I played 14 originally, I played uh, Mikote, which is the cat girls. And when I started over and started a new character, I did a Viera, which are the bunny
0: girls. And, you know, classic Purple hair, ponytail, like, you know, it's me. So,
3: when I started the Shadowbringers story arc, I cut all my characters' hair off, and I went short. Um, and it's just, like, it's just one of those uh, moments with, like, for anybody that is familiar with the Monogatari series, or kind of has seen anything about it, um, that show... Or light novel, whichever way you go about it, has very, very good like character development and like aesthetic symbolism, basically for those characters developing. So you can you see them age, they get older, their fashions change, they change their hairstyle. like it's very different than your normal like anime situation where the main character is wearing the same orange jumpsuit for one thousand two hundred episodes and just never buys a new pair of clothing. So it's that same idea where I was like, I'm about to start, like, this is basically from this point forward is all brand new for me. I've never seen or played any of it because I never got to, you know, Shadowbringers wasn't a thing when I was playing. Uh, that expansion is, it, it's not new anymore. It's been out for the past two years, but I didn't. it didn't launch when I was playing. I was still playing during Stormblood. So this is now completely new to me. So I was like, "All right, it's new, new character arc time." So I did cut my character's ponytail off and went with like a kind of like a short, spiky. um, I don't even know how to explain it. It's not like it's not quite a bob, but just got some nice bangs, some short spikes in the back. Very pretty.
0: What is that
1: hunter hunter thing you sent me and how can I make that happen
3: <laughs> So that's um that's basically the glamour system in 14 So um you can like no matter what gear you're wearing you can essentially like paste the aesthetic of another piece of gear over it so that way you don't lose your stats or anything like that on your gear that you're wearing. But if you don't like the way that that gear looks, you could change the way it looks. So the picture that I sent you was just some dude that glamored his gear set to look like Gone And then took a screenshot in a way that he was doing the, the adult Gone, you know, Nen power-up thing. So. And a lot of people joke about the true end game of 14 being the glamour system, basically just collecting outfits and making, you know, different looks and taking a bunch of pictures and stuff.
2: Yeah. I've seen some people do some crazy things with their houses in 14.
3: Yep. Player housing is Player housing is just as ridiculous as real life housing, including the toxicity of the market and how hard it is to buy a house so
2: (laughs) like it's my friend was showing me his house and he had like a whole aquarium or something set up and he was like yeah this is a bug but they just left it in because it lets you do cool stuff in it
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's uh i'm i'm personally Kind of glad that I don't have a ton of interest in player housing because of how difficult it is to even get a house.
1: Um, I am about to ask, do you have
3: a house on there? I do not. Um, I never did, even when I played back in the day. Um, houses are very expensive, and there's a lot of people that are bidding on them. You know, you got to, like I said, it is literally just like real life. You have to wait for a plot of land to come up. You know, you got to put bids in on it. It's It's very
1: hard to get a hold of one. You just gotta wait for that house and Market Crash, man. So, yeah.
2: yeah. (laughs) Wait for the bubble to burst.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
3: So, personally, I'm not a... Like, I've never been a huge fan of, like, just Sims-style games, I guess. Which is all about kind of, like... Like, I guess, like, the closest game that I do enjoy is, like, Animal Crossing. But even then that doesn't really hold my attention usually for very long um it's something that i used to enjoy a lot more than i do currently but there's so much content in 14 that i just feel like this this doesn't need to be what i use this game for cuz i could go play like animal crossing or something if i wanted to do a decorating like house game um without having to deal with all the all the extra hoops and stuff so I've just, me as an MMO player, I, I know what I like. I like doing difficult, like, raid content and achievements and basically just trying to find those little, like, secrets and challenges within the game that I can go do. And it's just, there's just so much content in 14 now, because it's, you know, this is currently expansion number four. Uh, Expansion number five is, or... I guess it's technically... uh, If you count A Realm Reborn* as an expansion, because they essentially rebooted the whole game. This is basically Expansion 4, with Expansion 5 on the way. So, there's just so much content to do that
0: I don't feel like I need to do player housing as something to keep me occupied, basically. Yeah, play your game your way. That's right. I mean, honestly,
3: it for for a lot of the rigidity that 14 does have and we've talked about before um because you do get pigeonholed into certain roles and you basically have to play classes like certain ways the game doesn't really let you explore outside of that box really per class um other than that specific issue the game is just super open you can kind of just do whatever the hell you want so it's it's been it's been keeping my attention for plenty of time, and especially since I don't have really any interest in going back to WoW or playing any other MMO at all right now. And with how much of a good time I've been having with 14, I, I just foresee this probably being my primary MMO that I play
0: for, you know, until it's not a thing anymore, basically, or until I get tired of playing an MMO. I could never see you not playing an MMO. Yeah,
3: it's yeah, it's happened very few times in my life. I mean, generally, like I said, if I'm not playing WoW because it was bad or whatever, I was usually either playing. Yeah, I played a Final Fantasy XI back in the day. Played XIV throughout its lifetime at plenty of multiple different points. And then um, I've tried a lot of new MMOs as they come out. Played Rift, Ion. Wildstar, Old Republic. Like I just like the MMO format. So I've I've played most of them. They just all suck.
2: I remember when Wildstar came out everyone going off about it's going to be the wow killer. And then I I don't even know if it lasted a year.
4: <laughs> so
3: that's so this is the thing is like basically every MMO gets touted as the wow killer and it's the worst possible marketing ever. It's just it's false hype over something that you shouldn't be using as a metric because like when wow came out wow wouldn't have been a wow killer to its current competition right it it didn't have 13 million concurrent subscribers until six years into its lifespan during the height of its most popular expansion ever so like all these companies essentially trying to jump in and take that right away are just they're just destined to fail. They're not focusing on the right thing. And now 14 is posed to finally actually do that thing, but it took them, you know, 8 years and multiple expansions, but they're finally doing
2: it. Holy shit, 14 <laughs> is 8 years old now?
3: Long again, longer if you don't count or longer if you count 1.0. Which yeah, is
2: it's
3: basically, been a basically yeah. 1.0 was an entirely different game, basically. So it's been even longer than that. Like, closer to 10 years, if you're counting that. But A Realm Reborn in its, like, current state, along with its expansions, were coming up on
0: year
2: 8. Wow. I didn't think it was that old. I thought it was only, like, 5 years old. Oh, nope. No.
0: Doug, remember
1: how that game was, like, a failure when it came out? Yes. It was terrible. Like I said, I
3: had beta. I literally was like, this game sucks. I'm not playing it. (laughs) Damn. Yep. And they knew it. That's why they literally, like, the coolest thing about 14 is they literally had an in-game calamity that wiped out the current world because (laughs) they were replacing it. Like, wow. (laughs) There was, there was canonically an end to the world. And then from the ashes a realm reborn you played and you like started from the ground up basically and they reference it all the time in the story like this is not some part of their past or something that they're trying to hide this is like they literally used it as the story beat of like man this sucked so bad
0: we're just gonna blow it up and start over damn yeah it's really cool <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, um, besides FF14,
1: anything else going on?
0: No, not particularly. <laughs>
3: it's, that's that's been my non-work time, and then just work time has been work. Um, just just really haven't been about any fighting games or anything recently. Honestly, there's just nothing that I currently really want to play games that I want to play just either don't have the netcode to support it or aren't even easily playable. Yeah. Like, I can't play Persona on any modern console. So, it's
1: like, I don't, you know, current patch for BB Tag sucks. I even booted up BB Tag the other day just because I was like, man, I miss it. And there was like one person online. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, granted it was like middle of the day. I think it was like a Monday middle of the day. But it's still, that was wild.
0: Yeah. Man, the current patch is so bad. It's such a shame. RIP, man. Yep. Um, Yo,
2: but Flycast is getting a rollback. We can be playing Rumblefish. Rumblefish? Yeah. I don't even Isn't know
1: that what this one is. one of the worst, yeah. <laughs> like, fighting games? What's that? Is Rumblefish even good?
2: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I played it once, and I thought it was whack, but I didn't understand how everything worked, so... I thought I
1: heard it was, like, a pretty bad game, but I'm not sure.
2: My only experience with it was playing on an arcade, and I, like... Blocked once, and the guy did a block string and guard crushed me and killed me over and over again. Sick. (laughs) And I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) I looked up some of the mechanics later, and I I kind of want to give it another whirl. I also kind of don't.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I I am interested in
1: New Melty. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So. Um, So, I mean... Into you have segued me into me to my week, yeah. And I also didn't have much else going. Did you see what if this week? What did you see? What if this week? No,
3: I am four episodes behind now. <laughs> three, three or four, I don't know. I just, I, it just haven't been in the mood to watch it because I haven't had a ton of free time outside of work. So mm-hmm. I'm like, nope. I want, I want to spend that free time playing 14.
1: <laughs> uh. This episode this week was whack so it doesn't
4: really
1: <laughs> it was a zombie episode.
3: Oh, is the zombie episode swack? That's a shame.
1: I I didn't care for it. It was typical zombie stuff. I mean the end of it was pretty good, but I
3: it guess was... it's just one of those things where the the Marvel zombies comics has like that's it's just been a thing for so long. So yeah. I just I was kind of excited for the idea of it getting some type of proper representation.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just followed the typical zombie movie trope kind of thing. Okay. So it was all right. It was interesting, but I didn't really care for it. Yeah, I'll I'll end up finally catching up. I mean,
3: honestly, I might even just wait until they're all out and binge them, especially because they're shorter episodes.
1: Yeah, I don't blame so. you. That's the main draw to it for me right now for why I just keep watching it is because they're just shorter episodes, so it's just like I can pop that on real quick and then it's done. Mm-hmm. I'm good for the week. Um didn't really do much else a lot of this week. Um play some more Mass Effect. Uh finally got the last party member which is the blue chick.
0: Uh Biara. Yeah. But, uh, how much you played all oh, the first one, right? Yeah. Okay, so I understand
1: what you say. Was you? I understand what you meant by like the driving stuff. That shit is oh, awful, and it's is so everywhere. Bad. <laughs> it's literally everywhere throughout that game. Um, the human chick Ashley. How do you feel about her, man? She's just the one that
3: wears like the pink, right? Yeah. I don't know. She's whack. Humans are boring.
1: Yeah, that's
3: how I feel. Humans man. will always be boring <laughs> in any game where anything else is an option.
1: So, the one human teammate, the guy, like, Caden, I think is his name. I don't really care for him. He's whack. Ashley is whack as well. But I just want to smash her, man, so I can <laughs> just, like, not talk to her again. Um. But yeah. Uh, bad choices are really fun to pick. I think I said it last week, but yeah, full yeah. full renegade route. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I d- choosing Paragon somehow, but I'm like fifty fifty, renegade Paragon.
3: Yeah, I I did uh two runs, two runs of Mass Effect two and three to do mm-hmm. both sides. Mm. So like just to see the differences because they do they do make a decent amount of difference <laughs> in how the story progresses, just mm-hmm. not so much of where it goes, just of how it gets there. Because your ending more or less has to be the same.
4: Yeah,
1: I definitely can see that. It's like... I understand how it's playing out. It's like, there's branches and then the ending eventually meets up at a certain point, but you can definitely understand, like, the Renegade Paragon aspects to it. It's dope, though.
3: Yeah. Dude, the party members are so much better in 2
1: and 3. Are they? Oh my god, so much better. Um, so I can tell you right now, I think I only have like two favorites at the moment. And it's Rex and Tali. Dude, Tali is best
4: girl.
0: <laughs> I
1: love Tali. Yeah, Tali is really good. Um, I think Liera I haven't, or whatever the blue chick's name is. Yeah. Liera. Um, yeah, I haven't spent much time with her, but Tali is definitely good. And then Rex is just good as well. Yeah. Rex
3: Rex's was hit or miss for me. I found like there were times where I didn't really like him and there were other times that it, I
0: was like, eh, it's just whatever. Um, but eventually you're going to be best boy Garrus.
1: Eventually I'm going to be best boy Garrus? Yeah. I don't know, man. Dude, Garrus is such a good character. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've been reading, but... I will say that for next week when Fuji is here, so we can talk, kind of talk about it.
0: What are we reading?
1: It's a secret, man. I'm saving oh, the no. content for next week. Oh,
3: the content.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Other than that, I did not have anything else. So it's been like pretty much like you guys. A lot of work um, with the Airbnb thing. It's a lot of cleaning as well. So but most of my uh, time.
2: You got an Airbnb.
1: So I have, um, so our house has an in-law suite, so it has a separate entrance. So we made it at Airbnb, where it's just like one room, one bathroom that we have running out. Football is really big down here in the yeah. ten- college football. Um, I don't know if you know the UF Gator, like the Gators apparently. Do you know anything about football at all?
2: Uh, not really, but I've heard of them.
1: Okay, so it must be um pretty big. If I've heard of them, <laughs> it's who it's who Gatorade was created for. It was, Wait, yes, really?
2: Gatorade was yes. created in Gainesville. Yeah, yes, yeah. Seriously, that makes sense. That's why it's called Gatorade. <laughs> it's literally why. Yeah, it's for, it's it's for the Gatorade football team. Now I know. <laughs> I never no, really thought about power. why it was called Gatorade. I I just drank it. Yeah,
3: yep. <laughs> it was it was to aid them gators.
4: Wow!
3: <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's like one of those things where like it's straight up like Occam's Razor. The drink—it's like <laughs> the simplest answer is actually the right one. You're like, wow!
1: Like really? <laughs> um, yeah. I, I was gonna tell you like at one point there was a. Do you know who Aaron Hernandez is?
3: I don't know who that is.
1: Uh, yeah, uh. You know. I figure you guys win. <laughs> but <laughs> it was a like large amount of like. Good football players who played on teams down here so college football is a really big deal it's to the point where on the weekends hotel rooms and motel rooms as well will sell for like $300 a room oh Jesus
4: Christ yeah
1: so you can definitely cut into their money by having an Airbnb and just like charging half of it um so yeah we decided to do that and it's working pretty good so far at least from people who booked But it's definitely a lot of, like, maintenance at times as well. It's like, next week I'm not looking forward to because we have to, as soon as one person checks out, we have to immediately clean it. Like, this week, we just sat around and then cleaned it when we cleaned it. But someone's going to check in the next day as soon as one person, I mean, that same day that someone's checking out. So, not looking forward to that. Mm. But, yeah. Them responsibilities. To make that's some why, money. <laughs> Yo, it's free money because it's just a room. No, it's free real estate. Exactly. It's free real, real estate. <laughs> um, I was say, yeah. nobody
3: could see it, but I did the I did the <laughs> hand
1: wave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, if you guys ever want to do an AJ Fest, there's tons of space here. So
4: Yo, AJ Fest? AJ, AJ Fest. Fest.
1: Yeah, whenever.
3: Fest, Egg Fest. We had Fuji Fest earlier. Like, I actually got to see, like, Fuji and Doki
1: and Nick Cool more recently than I saw any of you guys because of Fuji Fest. Yeah, I know. I kind of wish I would have came out there for that.
2: Yeah, I kind of wanted to, too. But then my sister yelled at me and she was like, it's a pandemic. You should see your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I would have felt really bad if I just, like, went over to see everyone at Fuji's place.
3: Yeah, yeah. I I didn't. I went. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't have a sister who's in there snagging you about. <laughs> no, no, they I do not. Couple. <laughs>
3: yeah. I
1: I can imagine how you felt cuz I, I do the same to Misha. Like when the pandemic first started, she was Misha my fiancé. She was going to like lunch over at other people's house with just like another person. I was like it's the fucking pandemic. I wasn't yelling at her, but I was like, it's a pandemic. You gotta be safer about that type of stuff. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like, I got <laughs> now, it, now have you hit the point where like, like, well,
1: don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that um, I'm
2: vaccinated, I'm kind of like, I don't really care too much anymore. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now
1: that with the vaccinations, it makes it a lot better. Somewhat. Somewhat.
0: Yeah. Uh, I know,
2: um... One of the lunar phase guys that helps out. He Mm -hmm. wasn't there yesterday because even though he was vaccinated, he caught COVID. Yeah. He he lives with like a huge family and like his grandparents and stuff. So he had to go rent a hotel room and stay out there for a while.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that's the sucky part now. It's like breakthrough infections are happening. But as long as you're vaccinated, it usually aren't too bad. I hear most of like when the doctors will talk because I don't do emergency anymore, Dave. I don't think I, I told you that, or did I, think I tell you? You told
2: me during Fourth of July, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so like when I hear doctors passing by, they're like, "Yeah, man, There's a lot of people who are on ventilators in the hospital, and majority of them are unvaccinated." So,
2: yeah, that's that's a good part. I know if I catch it, I think I'll be like. Probably, like, take a day off and then figure things out.
0: <laughs> yeah. You'd be good. Dijubu. Uh, So, this week, there was some stuff happening in the news, guys.
1: What is Yo. the news? Um, so, PlayStation Experience, or show, whatever happened. Oh, that's um, right! It did actually happen. Yeah, man, some good stuff that came out from that. Yeah, I I did not watch it. I actually just randomly happened to <laughs> just see announcements about it. Basically, yeah, I didn't watch it either. I'm, I, so someone a podcast I listened to brought up a good point. It's like there's probably nothing w- worse about like watching that stuff, having to wait around for like what you want to hear, uh, sitting through like boring presentations. It's just better just wait for the thing to end and just look up the news that happened. Yep, for sure. So uh, I just like kept checking Twitter as it was going on. So there were a couple things. Warring game is being made by uh, Insomniac, the people who made the Spider-Man game. Yeah,
3: and I'm really liking this trend of like a game universe, basically. Yeah. For Marvel.
4: <laughs> yeah. And, like,
3: good developers making good superhero games for the first time in, like, fucking ever. I know, right?
1: Have you played the uh, <laughs> Spider-Man game? I
3: Spider-Man? haven't. Oh, it was good, man. I'm I'm really hoping that it comes to PC. Because Sony Sony's been good about porting their exclusives to PC. It's just generally on a delay, so they get their, like, exclusivity money first. So my hope is that eventually it comes over to PC and I can play it that way. Because I just don't, have, like I have mentioned before, I have absolutely zero interest in owning a PS5. Um, so I'm not going to be buying like any, any like current gen consoles. Mm-hmm. So I guess like worst case scenario, I could always get it for PS4. If I, I really, PS4. yeah, but like Wolverine and like Spider-Man 2 are going to be PS5 exclusive. Oh yeah, that's going to suck. So like, I kind of don't really want to get into it. And then not even be able to play any of the follow-ups.
4: <laughs> that so, looks, up.
3: yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna like hold off and hope it comes to PC eventually, basically. Dave, did you play uh, the Spider-Man
1: game?
2: No, uh... I um, because that game had to, like the uh, like the Batman Arkham type combat, right? Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. So I just <laughs> like that's okay. It looks cool. Like the Spider-Man parts look cool, but like I'm just really tired of that type of stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I mean, that's probably my favorite part about it, is um, traversing the city. It feels really good. Like, I haven't felt swinging that felt that good since I fucking played the Attack on Titan Musil game. Oh, interesting! I thought you were gonna bring up like the Spider-Man Two,
3: like no. PS2 game. <laughs> yeah, I actually never played that, play that one.
2: really? <laughs> oh, that's what, really? I that's what that everybody game.
3: uses as the basis because it was like one of the only good like movie tie-in games to exist
2: ever. Yeah, I love that game. That was so much fun. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the and the swinging, uh, the swinging mechanics were just like top-notch. Like basically, everybody was like looking to that as the template.
1: Yeah. it... It's good. You definitely should experience it sometime. If I still had my copy, I would just send it to you. But I don't. Yeah, no, that's all right. Like I
3: said, I'll I'll either play it eventually, or you know, I hope it comes to PC. Or who knows? Maybe, maybe in a few years down the line, when PS5s are easy to get and not expensive, maybe I'll scoop one just to
1: play a few of these exclusives or something that I want to. Yeah, I'm okay with sending a PS5 out and then I'll just scoop it after it's cheap anyway. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because fuck $70 games.
2: There's just... Dude, PS5, I have no interest for because everything's been going on PC anyways.
1: Exactly! Exactly, <laughs> dude. PC Master Race. Um. The eventually. only bad
2: thing is I can't get a new graphics card. <laughs> yeah,
4: rip.
1: Eventually, I'll get a PC. And then I just won't deal with the console at all.
3: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I've suggested this to quite a few people at this point, but like anybody that's interested in doing PC, like right now, just buy pre built because all those retailers actually have access to graphics cards that nobody else does. Hmm. So like the price of graphics cards right now are insane because of just the scalping market and everybody yeah. hacking like or just like hiking prices up. So it's, it's the same like
2: prices are pre built. <laughs> What's that? The price of a GPU is the same price as a pre-built.
3: Exactly. So you might as well just, like, you you pay the pre-built tax, you know, whatever you want to call it, for them doing the extra work. Because most people will just, buy like, you know, build build themselves to save money. But just, you can't get a hold of a graphics card right now for any
1: kind of reasonable price. You might as well just get a pre-built. So, if I were to get a pre-built, where would be a good place to look?
3: Honestly... I think one of the best things you could possibly do is just like subscribe to subscribe to some like tech newsletters, PC mm-hmm. Gamer, Newegg, like iBuyPower, stuff like that, and just wait for them to go on sale. Mm. You'll get you'll just get an email promotion of some kind of sale. Save yourself a few hundred bucks, and just go in.
1: Damn, sounds good, man.
3: Like it doesn't matter too too much where you buy it from. A lot of them are gonna be using the same exact parts and no matter what. You just you know, you're paying for the look and for the for the different components. So if all you care about is the price, you can just really get it from anywhere and just wait for a sale to happen.
1: Yeah. That sounds good. Sounds I think I'd be okay with doing pre built and then just learning everything as I go along.
3: And you eventually you're going to have to replace parts, you know? Like, yeah. They've, they've been sure. lasting longer nowadays than they used to. Like, before I went to my current build, my last stuff, I had it for, like, probably a good four or five years before looking into doing new things. And then I, I went with a whole new build because of the whole graphics card issue instead of just trying to replace my current stuff, so... Like you can, you can put it together and it'll
0: last you for quite a while, and you just have to update a couple of parts now and then every, every four or five years-ish. Um, so, you guys heard about the War Ring game, the in-game universe. We got Spider-Man 2 as well. And, specifically in the trailer, they highlight that Venom's going to be in the game. Yeah.
1: So, so it will. I don't know. Will be playable Spider-Man and Miles Morales, as well as like Venom's antagonists or some along the other lines along that. Oh, you guys didn't play the original Spider-Man, so there was a good amount of like villains in that game. Yeah, I think about it.
3: Spider-Man has a huge rogues gallery, like yeah, one of the biggest Marvel rogues gallery. So they don't really have a shortage of characters to pull from. Um, It's always interesting to me nowadays whenever I still see Venom getting used as a villain. Because that's like such an archaic idea at this point. Like he's always, you know, he was always one of Peter Parker's most like significant villains. Mm -hmm. But it's been like, it's been so long since Venom has just been a legitimate villain. (laughs) so it's very very interesting to see a new game where he's being utilized that way but i kind of have a feeling it'll be something that won't last very long and he'll go like it'll be more of an anti-hero route kind of like right from the jump and he might even be playable eventually there was a spider-man game on like gamecube where you got to play as both spider-man and venom um, so I wouldn't be surprised if Venom ends up being like a, a playable character. If not in this game, then maybe the next game that they make after this. Uh but I had heard I don't know if it's rumors or if they confirmed it or whatever, just from some like articles that the like the primary villain for that game is gonna be Craven the Hunter.
4: Um.
3: I actually didn't hear that. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know who Kravyn the Hunter is, though. He's, he's actually a really significant Spider-Man villain that just hasn't gotten much representation outside mm-hmm. of the comics. But it wouldn't surprise me at all if he is the primary villain of that game because he's getting his own movie. So I it's just really- kind of dual advertising at that point.
1: Cause I was about to say when I type in "Craven the Hunter" into
0: Google, some guy just keeps popping up alongside the images for "Craven the Hunter." Yeah, was he ever in the Spider-Man TV show as a kid? Uh, he was
1: in the animated series. Yes, I was about to say he looks familiar, like he's from that show.
3: Yes, he. I I actually think he was more or less in every single animated series. Was he an X-Men as well? He looks like he could have been an X-Men. I don't know if he ever did any kind of crossover with the... At least the animated series. Yeah, he might have. I'm not sure.
2: Oh, wait. Yeah, I definitely recognize this guy from the animated series. (laughs) Yeah,
3: yeah. Like I said, he's a big deal, like, comics book-wise. He just never got adapted to be in any of the Spider-Man movies, because, like, Spider-Man constantly gets rebooted. So they always go back to his, like, primary rogues gallery, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You've got Green Goblin and Hobgoblin and Venom and, like, the Sam Raimi movies used, like, Doc Ock and Rhino and Sandman. So it's like, they just, they never got to really ever using Craven as, like, a legitimate Spider-Man villain for any of the movies. Uh, supposedly, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 4 that got cancelled... Uh, was going to use craven. So he almost he almost got there. <laughs> but he didn't quite. Uh, the guy that's popping up when you Google him, AJ. Yeah. Yeah. is Aaron Taylor Johnson. That is Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. Oh he's playing the Craven in the Craven standalone movie.
1: Is the Craven Standalone movie a Sony movie? It is oh no it's the it's part of
3: it's the sony pictures universe of marvel characters or something like that whatever they call their cinematic universe Mm -hmm. um which what it looks like their universe is basically going to be is basically spider-man villains the movies
1: yeah sinister six is what i hear they're trying to build up to
3: yeah because they're you know they did venom was really successful they're doing a morbius movie they're doing a craven movie um do the the freaking No Way Home trailer with all the all the different Spider Man like universes crossing over is
0: just totally nutty. So who like who knows what kind of doors that ends up opening? But I feel like I
3: feel like Craven is probably specifically being used as that Spider Man game's primary villain because the that game and the Craven movie are probably going to come out like similar time frame at least in the same year it'd just be dual advertising
1: that'll make sense uh because as we do know with marvel umvc3 and all that um they usually try to cross promote that stuff yeah um another cool find from the playstation show was this game called Ghostwire Tokyo? I don't know if you all have heard of that.
3: I I remember seeing that in its early stages during the um during that PlayStation event that we actually did watch. Yeah. The same one that the the cat game mm-hmm. got announced. This game yeah. got announced at the same time. Did it? And, yes. But it was okay. very very bare bones. They almost didn't
1: have anything to show. Yeah, that's why I don't remember it.
3: Yeah. Uh, but I remember coming out of that that state of play or whatever and was like the only two games I
1: cared about were Cat Game and this game. Yeah, this game actually looks pretty dope. So I they had gameplay that was shown this time. Um, it's first-person, but it's still pretty cool-looking. It's not a first-person shooter. It's like first-person, supernatural, superpower type of thing. Yeah. So it's pretty dope. Um I definitely would play.
0: Wonder what? Who's the Who's the studio for this game? Bethesda. Bethesda. I think so. Hold on. I don't know. Actually, that might just be the publisher. But what I saw was, uh, Bethesda. That's interesting because Bethesda games are shit. (laughs) I know, right? But they could just be the publisher. One of the things uh, we kind of what you were describing with the Tango the, GameWorks. What's that?
3: Tango GameWorks. Okay, so Bethesda's just publishing then. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's good.
2: That makes me feel better about it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Bethesda's games are garbage. I cannot believe that they are a popular developer.
2: I know. I feel the same way. It feels like the only good game they made was the uh, Morrowind.
1: Right.
0: Okay. Very so enough,
2: like. Uh... <laughs>
1: Now that I'm looking into it, it makes more sense. Uh, Tango Gameworks uh, made The Evil Within The Evil Within 2.
3: Oh, okay. Those games actually, I feel like, are... I never played them myself, but I heard good things about them. They're kind of like cult hits.
1: Yeah. And Ghostwire Tokyo is coming to Windows, so... Sick, let's go! (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I got Cat
3: Game and Ghostwire Tokyo on PC. We in there. I can't wait for Cat Game, dude. It's
1: gonna be Game of the Year. That's gonna be pretty good. I'm hyped for that too. <laughs> Dave, have you seen Cat Game?
2: Uh, which game is that? It's called Stray.
3: Uh, it's called Stray, and you play a cat in like a neo post-apocalyptic world, like ran by robots, and you're just a cat with a backpack.
2: <laughs> no, I haven't heard of that. I'm really bad at following games.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, dude, it looks so sick.
1: We saw this when it first came out, and we're like, "Oh, this game looks fucking nice." Dude, oh
3: Dave, there's literally an interaction where you can scratch the couch. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> like, like, you just walk up and there's a button and you press the button and you scratch
4: the couch. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> like, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's
2: so good. Oh yeah. This looks very different than I expected it to. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But yeah, I am very, very excited for that game. And I'm also very excited that it's coming out on PC.
0: Yeah.
2: really do just play a cat. Oh my Mm -hmm. god.
0: Yeah, it is really good. (laughs) When
2: you guys were talking about cat game, um, do you know who Sweary is? Who? Sweary, the the developer for Deadly Premonition. Mm -hmm. He's one of the big games. He's coming Um, out with a new game called the good life that i'm looking forward to where you literally can turn into a cat <laughs> <laughs> but
3: that's turning into a cat you are not a cat
2: yeah you're you generally it's like during most of the game it looks like you play as a photographer and you just kind of go around trying to figure out a murder mystery
4: it's interesting but then
2: sometimes you turn into a cat and i think yeah, I'm... the whole town turns into cats
4: okay Everyone interesting
1: not bad but you can turn into a dog as well
2: or maybe yeah i think so yeah
1: it's cat and dog it looks like from the picture
2: the uh one of the more recent trailers that came out looked really good because i haven't been following it that closely because it was Mm -hmm. a kickstarter game from a few years ago but it looks like it's finishing up really nicely
1: it's definitely i'm assuming pc
2: uh, I think so, yes. I think PC and Switch. Okay. Oh, I was about to say. It's on PS4. It's going to be on PS4. I think it's on PS4 as well, yeah.
3: yeah. I definitely don't mind seeing games on Switch or, like, Switch exclusives either because, like, I do own one and the portability is
1: nice. So sometimes I'll buy things on Switch specifically anyway. So,
0: as a, have you played Deadly Permission? Me? Yeah? De- uh, auntie. I played the, I
3: think it got a remaster that released on PC, like, I don't know, maybe like four or five years ago at this point, if it's it, the, game, it's the yeah. game that I'm thinking of.
1: There was a PC release. It was. There was a remaster.
3: Yeah. And I remember, like, it was, it was okay. Um, I think I specifically remember a lot of people saying that, like, they didn't like the re-release.
2: Yeah, I actually, when they released the sequel like two years ago or something like that, actually it was last year, because I just got my Switch right before it came out. Um, right before the sequel came out, I tried it on Steam, because I had played it on the 360 way long ago when it first came out. And a re-release, something something was wrong with it. It it doesn't play right.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I remember. Like I I played it, like I have it, but I did not finish it or care for it. But I think most of that was because of the re-release. I'm sure it's fine.
2: It is a very like like even on the 360. I remember it like it, it was like good. <laughs> it yeah. like played pretty. Eh, the PC re-release feels like it plays even worse but like even on the 360 it was kind of rough okay it like really shined in the character development and like the plot like all of the characters are like really eccentric and cool and weird yeah once you start diving into like once you get through like the first chapter and get into like the second chapter things start like getting really interesting and i was basically like glued to it at that point and finished the game the end is really weird but I liked it.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's what I was going to bring up was that like I deadly premonition two came out and I hear that game played like hot trash. I mean, the, I hear oh, yeah.
2: lots of good things about the story and all that. The story is very, it, it's not as good. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was the way I just, des- I describe it. It's a very, it's a, good follow-up to deadly premonition one and that like you get some semblance of closure kind of not really um it like fills in some gaps in the story a little bit and kind of just like closes off the chapter so it was a nice thing to play through but i have a hard time calling it a good game <laughs> <laughs> if you like really like deadly premonition one You should play it just because you get more of Detective Francis York Morgan. But um, outside of that, I I don't think it's that good. But you do get a skateboard. You get to do kickflips in 12 (laughs) FPS.
3: (laughs) Damn, so you're saying I booted up my PlayStation 1 and broke out Tony Hawk again? Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of nice things in it. But, like, the characters aren't as interesting, and the story isn't as interesting.
0: But it, it's okay, I guess. Um, Yeah. So, that would be my only
1: problem with playing it on the Switch, is, like, I'd be too afraid of it. Specifically, seeing how people have ports up to the Switch, and there's, like, so many issues on it. I will be too afraid of it just being, like, playing like
0: shit and affecting how I enjoy the game. Yeah. It's, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: But this game looks good, though. This game looks like it actually plays pretty well. Yeah. So I'm really excited for it.
1: Yeah. Uh, what else? I mean, other than that, there's nothing else I found interesting. I mean, you guys may find this interesting, but Kotor remake is happening. I very
3: briefly heard that
1: in passing
3: and then forgot. <laughs> but I wouldn't be opposed to it. Kotor uh, is an amazing game.
2: I've never played it.
1: I... I never played it either.
3: Yeah, I mean <laughs> like I generally like you're not going to get much out of it if you're not a Star Wars fan. I feel like like no matter it's it's a good game. Um but just kind of being able to it, it was it was Mass Effect before Mass Effect was, you yeah, know, Mass Effect. yeah, BioWare. That was BioWare. The, like the big first like making an RPG with all these systems and we have mad backing and mad money cuz it's Star Wars. Um and like, it's a great RPG because of all of those things. But at the end of the day, it's largest appeal just is the fact that you're playing this huge epic tale in the Star Wars universe. And like we've mentioned before, movie tie-in games were terrible. <laughs> like <laughs> until just recent, like, you know, those were not worth playing. They were just quick, cra- uh, quick cash grabs and that- that's it. So this is one of those things where this was very outside of that expectation. You know what I mean? They they were using an existing brand that you know was getting them a lot of money, but they actually made an incredible game out of it. Yeah. One of the big reasons why they want to play the old Republic when they turned it into an MMO, it just it it was all right. It just I, I feel like I feel like they didn't quite have the grasp
0: of like how to make a good MMO together.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so I mean I hear a
1: lot of people talk good about this game. Um, so I think this remake is has both games are going to get remade. Oh no. I think it's just the first game.
3: So the second game wasn't made by Bioware. Mm. um, And it was not great. It was basically I want to say I want to say it was Bethesda publishing it. They didn't make the game, but they got the rights to the game and had one of their studios,
1: yeah, you know, that they published for essentially develop it. Well, boy, do I have news for you, Auntie? Why? Bioware is not making the <laughs> remake.: I'm sure they're not. yeah. Asper Media, I've never heard of them, but people were, like, not happy about them. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I don't really
3: know what to expect. It's one of those things where I, I definitely won't be dropping money on it until it's out and in the wild. Then we kind of have an idea of, is it even a good port? You know what I mean? Yeah. But if it, if it is a good port, you know, and it's just basically the original KOTOR with updated graphics that I can play on you know, a PC, it's probably worth dropping, you know, like what 30 30 40 bucks on maybe like most modern day remasters yeah
1: i mean this so. remake is coming to the pc and yeah. this is being considered a remake and not a remaster so i don't know if oh it. yeah
3: okay that's a little scary
1: yeah yeah i don't really like the idea
3: of almost any game that was that successful
1: being remade. You don't have to remake it. Well, I don't know. All the articles are saying remake. Yeah. So I don't know.
3: I guess we'll see because, I mean, you have some examples of good remakes. Like, they've happened before. Like, Resident Evil had great remakes. Yeah. So, you know, oh, yeah. I don't oh, having a remake. I I just want RPGs to go back to being <laughs> turn-based, but... <laughs> Uh, uh seven remake was whatever. It it was there. I played it. Um, I played it once. I'll literally never play it again. I have zero interest in like doing the side content or hundred percenting that game. I just
1: don't think it's very good. Yo I, You don't won't you won't get all four discs when they come out in like two thousand and forty five? No, I'll I'll play through it. Like I it's it
3: was just okay like I, I won't buy them new i think i got remake for like 20 bucks <laughs> like i definitely won't be dropping 60 to 70 dollars on every disc by the time that they're coming out actually i probably won't be able to play them at all because i think as of the next game it's going to be ps5 exclusive because they made interlude with the Yuffie chapter and that's ps5 only
0: So, from this point forward, I'm pretty sure the game's going to be a PS5 exclusive, so I probably won't play it at all.
2: It's okay, though, because now they have the Pixel remasters of the best Final Fantasy games. Four? Yeah. I
0: don't know. The
1: only one I'm looking for is Final Fantasy. Fuck, I don't even remember the name of it, but it was so good. What? Uh, That trailer was
2: good. The oh the the origins thing, right? The, yeah. the Final Fantasy 1? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm so excited for that game. It's be fun. I don't know if I've I don't chaos. know if I've seen this. Chaos. I'm oh, here to destroy Andy. chaos.
1: <laughs> you have to see this trailer.
2: It is the best trailer. <laughs>
3: I feel like it's not the best trailer based on the way that we're talking about
2: it. I love the trailer. I know a lot of people hated it, but I loved it.
0: <laughs> I did too. <laughs> Hold on, Andy, I'm going to link it right now. But yeah, I am definitely hyped for this one. I was actually about to say Final Fantasy 1, I, I think, is my
2: favorite Final Fantasy. So really? this is like, Extra. Yes. I love this. (laughs) Yes. Watch that trailer. You need to watch it.
3: (laughs) We we will. I will watch it and have words for it. You have to watch it with
1: sound, though. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
3: I'll do it. I'll do it for next week so that way I can actually, like, watch it instead of trying to do it while we're doing this. Um,
1: yeah. You can even do it after the (laughs) podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck. But yeah, nothing else that I could think of was really there. Um, God of War announcement slash whatever, which I didn't really care for. The new God of Wars, not new go- uh I did not care for the new God of War game on PS4, so I don't really care for the sequel either. Yeah. I hear everybody was big mad about Thor, though. Thor being a fat guy. He's like, <laughs> wow,
3: they're making him like Norse, more
1: accurate. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, shocker. <laughs> like, but yeah, I don't know. I've never, I've never gotten the God of War like hype or anything. I didn't really care for the old games. I don't care
1: about the new game. I can understand the hype for the old games because I was hyped for them as a teenager, but I don't really care for God of War as it is now.
2: It looks like it's taking itself too much seriously.
0: Yeah.
1: The oh, old
2: games are very like <laughs> the old games are very. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
4: don't know how to describe
0: them. <laughs> yeah, over the top.
2: Yes, yes, that's that's it.
1: <laughs> uh, I also didn't like the direction as well for the new game, whereas it leads back into what Anti dislikes about a lot of new games. It has the like MMO aspects of like stats and picking up certain weapons and certain. The legendary jewels and other stuff you can equip to your weapons. I don't know. Vomit. Yeah. Dude, all this shit. I gotta hate <laughs> that. I hate that this is in single player games. It was a open world game. Which is even more way. Yeah. That's so stupid. Terrible. Yeah. terrible.
3: Terrible. But it's okay. This is why we just don't buy new games at $70 and just play MMOs, which are only $15 a month, and give you like 9 million times more content than any single player game ever could. Easy, peasy.
0: Hey, speaking of MMOs, did you guys see the new Matrix trailer?
1: No, but I would be interested. Um, I've heard about it. So I'll let you watch it. But it shows most of the characters returning. However, Morpheus is, is not Lawrence Fishburne. Correct, because that version of Morpheus is canonically dead. I, I did not know this until I looked up why he wasn't in there. And yes. Is, Dave, do you know about this?
2: No. Was so, it in the anime?
1: No, no. It's from an MMO. So the Matrix Are
3: got an serious? the Matrix <laughs> got an MMO, which is which is considered a canon follow up to the post Matrix three story, and Morpheus oh, dies God. in the MMO.
2: It's Kingdom so, Hearts all over again. Yes,
3: <laughs> yeah. So the the Lawrence Fishburne version of that character is canonically dead. So like this is Morpheus, but not Morpheus.
2: I was I was actually like. When I watched that trailer, I was confused because I thought I watched Revelations, and it made me think that maybe I didn't watch Revelations. <laughs> yeah, no,
3: you're you're just missing the entirety of what happened in the MMO between three and four.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe I need to look that up later. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and let me tell you, that game sucked.
4: Yeah, it yeah. like it.
3: so. Like as again, as somebody that basically has played like almost every MMO that's ever existed, <laughs> like giving it a like a try, like man, that game sucked. But it's a thing, and it's canon.
0: Yeah. Uh, what were they thinking? I do not know.
3: They <laughs> were thinking they were never gonna make a fourth movie. This <laughs> <laughs> is definitely what they were thinking.
2: They just sold. They just sold the rights, and they're like, "Yeah, no, we're, we're yeah, now we're
3: good." And then they're like, "Shit, we can make a lot of money, dude!" It's the a- same thing that happened with Seven Remake. <laughs> it's yeah. like let's, let's put off remaking this game for like what fifteen years, and then like, oh man, money
1: money <laughs> auntie did you play the mmo i tried it yeah was laurence fishburn in the game yes okay because when i read the interviews he was like i don't know why i wasn't called back in to be morpheus so he was in the game he yes. probably doesn't care because
4: yeah
3: he, he, yeah he has he has no idea yeah <laughs> what's like i mean you don't blame him. he's a big name actor who probably yeah. like I can't imagine he got a ton of money just to record some, like, voiceover, and a lot of his speech is just going to be in text. Yeah. It's like, a few cutscenes and stuff where it would be voiceover. Mm-hmm. So, like, legitimately, he probably has no idea that he's dead. Wow. <laughs> like, he, he'd he have some, like, voiceover lines recorded or whatever, but, like, a majority of it's all going to just be in text and quest dialogue.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So. Damn.
2: Imagine finding out your own character is dead because they put out a trailer without you in it. <laughs> Damn. I guess
3: All we right. probably should have said spoiler warning, but whatever.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the main sure is online. Is like how old? It's yeah, like it's almost like 20, years, 20 old. years old. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, that came out this week. The trailer debuted. So yeah, check it out. Uh, if they do make another M.V.C., uh, Magneto will not have the same voice actor anymore. Uh, the voice actor who does Magneto had a stroke, and he cannot do voice acting anymore. Pretty much, she has a hard time uh, finding his words and all that. So, dang, R.I.P. That's sad. It, it is. is. Almost as sad as the Berserk's last chapter, which I did not read, but that came out this week as well.
3: Yeah, it's got to be a, a rough situation. Yeah. Like, it's it, it's just, like, no matter what you do, it's never going to be, like, acceptable. Yeah. Which, I mean, it sucks. <laughs> but, like, there's, there's not anything they can do about it, but that's just yeah that's how it is.
1: Um, but yeah. I think that's about all I got. You guys Melty. hear about Timefall too? Oh, fuck, Melty! Yeah, Melty. Yo, Roa. Uh, yes, my character. Yeah.
3: Back. <laughs> I can yeah. finally care about this game because my biggest issue with Melty so far has been that not a single character clicked with me at all. I was not interested in anybody on this roster up until right now.
1: I don't know. I, I'm just going to play it.
3: I, mean, I was gonna, I was gonna play it no matter what, and just give it its fair shake, like I do pretty much any fighting game. Yeah, me too. But I just, I just was not interested in any of the characters until now.
2: Yeah, so. I'm kind of sad. My guy's not gonna be in. Who'd you play? I like Nero.
3: Ah, uh, Nero, I think has a decent chance. Mm, we got two more weeks, man.
2: I minor spoilers, I guess, but I heard but everybody- he got written out of the story.
3: Yeah, but everybody said the same thing about Rowan not making it in as well because it was a prequel, and here he is. He's just got short hair.
2: No, like, in the Tsukihime remake, Nero got written out, but is still in that.
3: Oh, you mean the remake? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the remake came out, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Couldn't they just give... They could They could kind of implant that character's like mechanics onto somebody else, even if it's just a fighting... Like, for the fighting game.
2: Yeah, I don't know there's a whole lot of new characters that they're probably going to add instead.
1: I <laughs> only got one so far, though. Just no well.
2: The... Yeah, I- I'm not going to say any because it's... <laughs>
1: yeah, that's fair. I- I-
2: I've I've been in touch with some leaks about stuff going on. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, I guess.
1: How will it... Just answer one spoiler. How will it tie into Saber?
2: Oh, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I-, I know... I know... I know there's a leak that says Saber will be the last character, but yeah. I don't know how it will tie into with her.
3: It's probably just going to be a guest character. Yeah, either... just like how Sion was a guest character and Katsuki what... was a guest character.
2: Yeah. What if
1: Saber is the character that like kills fighting games? Because technically she was supposed to be in
0: Cross Tech. That would be really <laughs> funny. <laughs>
1: um. At least we thought she was going to be in Crosstack. Yeah,
0: as we- I was gonna say, I, I, like, there was
3: there was like rumblings of it, and I know I specifically made a big guess at it, because was a lot of stuff that was pointing
1: towards it. But, I think it was mostly just a guess. I think it was going to be Saber. Saber or Kirito? Kirito? <laughs> goddamn.
2: It. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not too late for Kirito.
3: <laughs> Yo, AJ, you gonna bring the Kirito for Blaze Blue account back finally? <laughs> you know, I never had control of that. Mm, uh huh. <laughs> Nobody believes you.
1: I never did, man. Uh mm-hmm.
3: Uh, but, but yeah, I-, I mean, prior to prior to Roa, the the saber leak actually kind of had me interested because I probably would have played saber over all the characters that were there right now. Because then you so already was, played saber before. I did in
0: Nitro Plus. which was a lot of fun yeah hey. so I did. Uh, I got to do uh, baseball combos.
3: We did the the level one super that threw them across the screen, and the baseball yeah. assist that knocked them back, and you just <laughs> did ping pong with their body. It was sweet.
4: <laughs>
3: Dude, Nitro Plus was a fun game.
0: Yeah, that was, cool. was pretty good. Yeah, I actually really liked it. I wish. I wish more games. I wish
3: more games went with that system versus like the abundance of tag games. Where, like, if you have to have, like, an abundance of characters, like, having assist-style characters to, like, just fill your roster out. I've always thought about, like, if they ever make, like, a One Piece fighter, there's just so many goddamn characters. And there's so many characters that, like, aren't fit to kind of, like, be playable fighting characters, but they're still, like, main primary characters. Mm-hmm. That they should do that style of the game.
2: Yeah, right. like, uh, Aquapaza and, like, DFCI.
3: Yeah, and Nitro Plus, like Nitro Plus specifically, is the big one that I like a lot because it'll give you two different assists and like really, really varied. Yeah, so like something like that, I feel like would be really great for something like One Piece Fighter. Still, still the dream. One Piece so, would make such an
1: incredible fighting game. I would like that a lot better because I. So one of the tough things I have for fighting t- like team fighters is just team composition. Like it's yep. usually like. The characters I like, they usually don't mash up well, or, like, it may be something about them where I can't play them, or it, they're just not optimal overall, so, like, I that was one of the things I liked about Tagalice, because I only had to worry about one other character, and for the most part, like, you can just make whatever work. You
3: used to be able to, not anymore. Yeah. Now there's, like, three viable teams. It hit... It, <laughs> It hit tag, like, it hit, it hit versus, versus game, like, you know, meta. Yeah. Where you have to play top tier. Like, wasn't always like that, but it is now. RIP. Big RIP, dude. That game was so good, and now it's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's such a shame.
2: No, just just wait. They're gonna add rollback, and they're gonna make the patch way better.
3: I don't, dude. I don't even want it at this point. Just give me
0: P5U. Yeah. Yeah. That would be nice to have instead. I I I hope.
3: I'm still would hoping. it
1: be nice to
3: have? I don't know, man. I'm. St- I mean, I, I'd rather it exist than not. If it's bad, it's bad. But okay. Yeah, true.
0: If I mean, it's better than it never existing. At least it's got a chance, right? Yeah. That is true. I'm too Doomer status on new fighting games anymore.
1: I Dude, I'm starting to get there. I feel you, man. I used to be like... I remember when I joined the scene, and there's always the dudes who just like... They come up to the events and they just play like the old man games. I'm like, man, those guys must really hate fighting games now. And I can understand that now. <laughs> like, if I go to an event, I just want to, like, play CF or P4U or something. Which is funny to think about how <laughs>
3: that's, quote-unquote, an old
1: game,
0: but...
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, last I NEC, mean, I, go I just got a spectator pass so I could just hang out in the arcade and
0: <laughs> <to> play <Halt laughs> man games. Yeah. I
2: was just like, I need to see people. I'm just going to go and just play Street, uh, street Fighter.
0: The original like,
1: so, Blaze Blue came out in 09, I believe. So it is... I mean, yeah, there's so cool. many games are like like old
3: game status now. It's it's kind of crazy. And you like, especially, I feel like with this whole pandemic situation, you really just have this clear divide, basically, of like games that came out before and after this time frame. Is like when when live events are happening. When they start coming back, you have all these games that essentially just came out, and none of the old stuff is being played anymore.
2: Sam Show feels like an old game, and it's only two years old. <laughs> Bru- I
3: know, I feel you. That's what I'm saying. Anything that came out pre-pandemic might as well just like it's 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 like d list
1: now, which is the word thing. Because not that I don't think that many fighting games came out post pandemic. I know. Shrive.
0: Just Shrive, I think, actually. Yeah. Uh did like, Uniclear come out post pandemic? No,
2: that was that was pre. Yeah, it was January right before it. So like it's only 2 years old, but it feels really <laughs> far
1: away
0: too. <laughs> yep. Which is weird cuz I never hear anything about Uniclear now anyway. Yeah,
2: I've been like, like, I still talk to some people, like, obviously I've talked to the guys from Lunar Phase once in a while, mm-hmm. and it, it seems like the uni scene is in a really weird spot. Like, there's a lot of people that are, like, a little sad because their whole momentum kind of just halted, and there's some people that don't like the current patch of Clear. It it just needs a whole lot of rebuilding and people trying to run events for it again. Trying to get people motivated to play again. And I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sam Show's in the same way. Like, Sam Show has a lot of similar issues, but um, I know, like, I grew up in New York and Rome. Once in a while, they'll, like, do something up in new york and i think they're
0: slowly getting more people back into it again man covid sucks yep it does bro dude i want a new i want a new good like rhythm game to come out uh man when you say that i think about how good
1: p4d was and uh, P3D and P5D weren't as good.
0: Yeah. Makes me kind of sad, man. Man, I just had to listen to the first bit of that trailer again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here
2: to kill chaos. That's my <laughs> mission.
3: <laughs> I think. I I think that's everything that I
1: had for this week. Uh, That's everything. I think we're done. I feel the, like, end of podcast sleepiness coming. Yo. Yeah. How (laughs) was... AJ died last week. Oh, no. Like, legitimate. (laughs) (laughs) It happens every time. It's, like, at the end. When I get towards the end, I'm just, like, tired. Yeah, but it was extra last
2: week. (laughs) Uh, Dave, where can the people find you at? Where can the people find me at? Well, uh, I read my made my Twitter a little while ago. Uh, I noticed.
1: Wait, yes. you did?
4: Yeah. Yep. You did?
1: Uh, you not follow back, Dave? I, follow prob- follow? I, probably not. I don't really follow
3: anything except our... Art.
4: <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I,
3: like, I legitimately wouldn't have known if he
1: remade his Twitter.
2: My new handle is Davey Doodle 623 that's a DP what? motion, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so
1: you're so at, smart. <laughs> at baby doodle 623. Yes.
2: And um, yeah, I'm you know, still playing Sam's show. We got our locals out in Phoenixville starting up again. So if anyone out near Phoenixville, Pennsylvania area wants to play some Samurai Showdown, King of Fighters,
0: or any fighting game, really, hit me up. They will do, Dave. Just host it, and they will come. Next.
1: Yes. Uh, Antti, where can people find you at? At Antiquarians on, on Twitter. And I am at top underscore dog underscore AJ on Twitter as well. Um, yeah. Go out.
0: Go kill chaos, guys. Let's get them. Peace out, Craig. Bye, Craig. <laughs>